back to the Sully versus Sean Sports Show. We're here doing our week three predictions. I'm here with Sean. What up, man? Hey, ready for some more football. Let's do it. Um, all right, we're going to skip that boring Thursday night game because we are recording this on a Thursday, but Thursday night is boring. No one cares. Jets, Browns, someone uh, will win. Man. And that's still that's, can't believe that they didn't set this up for a way that it would be Darnold versus Baker. That yeah, would be, that would be cool, actually. I, I think maybe that's what they were that. thinking. It was going to be Mayfield versus Darnold, but didn't happen. Yeah, that schedule was out before and the Jets didn't even have that third overall pick yet. Yeah, that's true. Um, all right, let's uh, let's talk about this first game that we got here, Sean. It's the Saints at the Falcons banged up Falcons defense. I think, you know, we'll kind of see the Saints get back on track here and and I think the Falcons are going to struggle a little bit. I kind of think so, too. Uh, but, well, actually, I, I agree with part of that statement and disagree with part of it. Um, I think the um, Saints are probably going to lose just because... Like, you think they're going to lose? No, like, I want them to win, actually. But You want um, them to win, but you think they're going to lose? Yeah. And okay. just, like, uh, New Orleans and Atlanta usually split this series each year because both of them are so much better in their domes. Uh, last year, for example, when I was just looking up some other stats, New Orleans won in New Orleans 20 to 17, and Atlanta, uh, or no, New Orleans won at home 23 13, and Atlanta won at home uh, 20 to 17. Okay, I mean, that was last year, though. Yeah, 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 exactly. And I think the Falcons' offense is worse than last year. And their with no defense Devante. is worse. They lost Deion Jones. Yeah, that's right. Like I was excited about what their defense was going to be. And and they lost their starting safety, right? Keanu Neal. Yeah. He's out multiple weeks too. So yeah, like I I think it's gonna be a tough talking me through that as the I'm just saying they they've lost some key pieces on defense and their offense seems regressed. Maybe Calvin really breaks out again, but I don't think so. Uh, we'll 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 hit on some of that. We'll hit on fantasy players later, but uh, yeah, I'm uh, you're like already kind of talking me into this one for the spread once we get to that too. (laughs) All right, we'll we'll talk about it in the spread one, but I think I think this is a game where the Saints should take it pretty easily. And what's surprising to me is that these games are traditionally lower scoring with these teams. Sure, yeah. Um, like I I just. I just foresee both of them scoring at least 24 points. I could see that. I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just have a feeling that the Saints could end up winning this game like 34, like 27. Sure. Yeah, that's fair. All right, Sean, let's talk this next game here. Packers at the Redskins. That This is a weird one to me. I don't really know what to make of this game. Like, I the, both these teams have looked kind of weird to start the season. And it's like, will Alex Smith from week one show up or will Alex Smith from week two show up? And you don't know. And same thing with Rodgers is, is will he get week one Rodgers or week two Rodgers? And I mean, Rodgers had looked good, but the offense in general has looked sluggish for the Packers. The defense has been pretty abysmal. Um, and that's saying something for the Redskins. They just came off playing the Colts who have an abysmal defense. So will they bounce back or will they look terrible? I just don't know what to make of this game. Yeah, the Redskins... Uh are back to regress back to their norm from week one from what I kind of thought. Uh, also, Arizona looks worse, so the Redskins' win looks a little bit, uh, you know, earmarked or... Uh, Tainted? Yeah, exactly. So I'm curious about this game. I'm really looking for seeing what they're going to end up doing with Chris Thompson. He should be the main focus, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And what I really want to see from the Packers is 
actually like supporting Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, there's no support for Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> like maybe maybe Aaron Jones is back, so maybe it's Aaron Jones brings in that. Yeah, that support. was the next thing I was gonna hit on. I was gonna say, is Aaron Jones gonna be a a key piece that can really help balance the offense and get pressure off of Rodgers? Otherwise, he's just gonna keep getting banged up, and my Super Bowl pick is gonna be dwindling. Yeah. Um, all right, let's uh, let's look here at the next game, Sean. We got Colts at the Eagles. I think Eagles will bounce back. Um, I think Tampa Bay kind of came out, shocked them, punched them a little hard in the mouth, and this is their comeback game. Wentz is back. I think they'll trounce all over the Colts. I, I'm not underestimating Andrew Luck. I think it'll, this will be kind of like a shootout. This is going to be a shootout type game. This would be like I think a the game. Colts are going to own this game. You think the Colts are going to own this game? Wow. Like, um, the the fact that Andrew Luck is already back and he's already sharpening himself, think about Wentz. He is not sharp. He has barely been running on his own, much less running a football team consistently. Fair, but I, I think this already, is going like, to be... Up and ready. I think this is going to be a shootout between the two teams. I don't think it's going to be a shootout. I think the Colts will kind of manage and control the game. You think their defense will be able to stop the Eagles on offense? I think the Eagles offense is going to be out of... Uh, a little stagnant? Yeah, exactly. Like They're okay. going to be a little... Interesting. Just sluggish there I, I mentioned this in the when we were previewing um the eagles and nfc east a few weeks back i just think the eagles need to have this transition time to go from Foles to Wentz, and Fair. the offense itself like while they're all excited they necessarily it's almost been like 10 or 11 months yeah and, since, and there's no all sean either yeah since Wentz was leading that offense yeah uh so i'm very hesitant to say the Eagles are going to control this game at all. Everyone is jumping all over the Eagles because Wentz is back. To the point that I've been already saying about why I wasn't jumping on the Colts early is I wanted to see Andrew Luck get r- ramped up. Like why I didn't end up taking the Redskins last week and the pick'em is I still thought the Redskins would kind of regress, and that's what they did. Um, you know, new quarterbacks like that. People need to realize how big a quarterback switch is and kind of forget that all the time. Yeah, Even fair, if it is fair. like a good switch, in a, like a good switch, uh, switching quarterbacks changes mindsets of everybody on the offense and just generally how the team but, is going to approach But this it. is the Colts defense we're talking about. So this is like the ideal situation for Carson Wentz to come back in. It's not like he's coming back playing the Vikings, right? Very true. He's, he's playing the Colts, so. Yeah, but it's still going to be, like, to that point, like, he's still going to be rusty, though. All right, we'll, we'll see. That's where we'll I think out. the Colts uh, could really surprise some people here with yeah, this game. Yeah, that's fair. All right, we'll find out. Next next game, Sean, it's going to be a pretty laughable one. we probably talk about this for, like, 30 seconds. Bills at Vikings, probably a blowout by Minnesota. Not really anything the Bills can do. Um, Here's the catch, though. The Vikings have uh, Thursday night football next week, so they could be kind of looking looking forward. Yeah, looking ahead. ahead. They could get caught. I don't think that they're really going to. I don't think they will. It's at home. I I expect none of them to, none of their starters to play by the second half. I I think, uh, ooh. I don't think think Dalvin Cook's going to play this game. By the second half? By by like by the start of the second half, I think I do think uh, like a sneaky dark horse kind of daily fantasy play is going to be Latavius. Murray. I think so too. I, there's exactly there's that. they're, they're talking try that and save up Dalvin Cook, especially yeah, sure. with a Thursday game for sure. And I don't think they're going to play Dalvin Cook this game. I don't think he even suits up. Uh, there's been there's yeah. been talk that they're not going. to Yeah, there's talk suit about up. it. It wouldn't surprise me, but I also don't think that they'll do that. I think that they're doing exactly what I'm kind of speaking to. Cook here. first half, Murray second half. Well, just like start him. So that he has a continued, yeah, yeah. He, just that he started. And then roll him out there, cycle in Latavius Murray, 
as they ramp up Murray, they ramp down Cook, and then they should be taking the lead more, and then they can just drill Murray down on the Bills and mm-hmm. uh, wind that clock more. Yep, that's I wouldn't fair. also be surprised if Adam Thielen gets kind of an early touchdown. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, Thielen, I Thielen could have a big matchup. day. Yeah, Thielen could have a definitely big day against the Bills. Overall, I, I do think uh, Cousins is going to like have a highly efficient day. But I also would fantasy kinda, wise, it may not be good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, getting pulling them out, uh, sure. starting to hand the ball off more. Uh, that's where I think it's going to go. I, if I was to guess a score on this, I'd bet the Vikings are going to win twenty-seven to nine. It's <laughs> a weird score. I would say Vikings. Well, I think the Bills could get down I, and get a couple random field goals. I think, goals I think or Vikings would take this like 35-10. And they'll jump on them pretty early. It'll be like it'll be up like twenty eight nothing, man. You think they, the Bills can score a touchdown? Garbage time, garbage time. Josh Allen, he'll become the new Blake Bortles. <laughs> oh, from uh, what was that? Circa nineteen or two thousand fifteen? Fifteen, sixteen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Circa around that time. Um, when everyone right. was like, "Oh, Bortles is actually decent." Yeah, that's a uh, Josh Allen's going to be the new Blake Bortles. Book it. Um, next game, Sean. One you're going to probably want to talk pretty extensively about. Raiders at Dolphins. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there's much to talk here, man. I think um, Dolphins are going to shut down the Raiders, and I I think John Gruden is going to say the same thing. It's hard to find great pass rushers. I don't know where we're going to get the pass rush from, and he's going to sound like an idiot for the rest of the season, but the, it is what it is. I don't think he has any scheme, and I think the Raiders are rebuilding, and they're going to have to rebuild faster than everyone thought, and it kind of sucks for the Raider fans because... Well, the Oakland Raiders. Oakland Raider fans. fans, yeah. The fans of Oakland Raiders, it sucks because they get to see their sh- team in, as a shitty team before they move on to Vegas. Yeah, build up all these assets that then they never get to see. In, exactly. In exactly. Um, what I'm really looking for from this game is I think Dolphin d- running game to explode. Mm, yeah. I, I think the Raiders are going to be so slow yeah. in that humidity. Oh, yeah, like, for sure. That summer, this is the last like real wave of summer humidity in Florida. And the Raiders are coming from... Very ample, like it's actually been kind of a cool summer in that sense this year out over here in the East Bay. And they also just played that super hot. What will actually kind of help them now that I realize that is they were just conditioned with that horrendously hot and high altitude game in Denver. Yep. Yeah. So they could get kind of, t- but I mean, you're going to, yeah. but that, that amount of physical demand on all those defensive players is massive. Yep. So and, I'm, and they I'm barely have any go. guys on the line left. So. Yeah, and I mean they don't really have a pass rush already. So <laughs> exactly. So you're you're gonna have a guy, bunch of guys that are not as good. Uh, ex, you know, with ex, their motors already spent, and their high motor plays are probably gonna be lower than average. Mm-hmm. So um, I I don't know how they're necessarily going to have success. I don't see any way that they have success against the Dolphins' offense. Yeah, for sure. Unless Tannehill just really. Uh, hits a wall yeah i, I mean i think it'll be a pretty Kenyon drake to blow up and yeah also like the i think Raiders it'll be low famous. scoring sean i think it'll be low scoring uh, uh like what's your definition of low scoring like both teams will like score the same as last 14... week 20 to 19 no 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 lower than that even lower oh, i think it'll be like a 14 10 game that is i mean that's definitely john gruden throwing it back to 1998 based yeah. on well, but i mean i think dolphins will win i think dolphins will win and i think it'll be a 14 10 game Interesting. Yeah. I think it'll go a little bit more than that. Uh, my number that I had was, uh, and this is another weird score, because I kind of think that they'll bend but don't break a bunch, is uh, 18 to 14. Interesting. All right. So a little bit more. Yeah, uh, But I just more. feel like the Raiders have this weird weirdness above them that they're mm-hmm. going to have all these weird scores, weird plays, weirdly lose by one, 
scoring 19 points. Uh, just all sorts of weird stuff. Um, and I think the Dolphins will be able to drive the ball, but they may have trouble punching it into the end zone. That is one thing that, while watching the Dolphins a lot, they are struggling in the red zone. Um, that's why I'm hoping Kenyon Drake really kind of starts pulling it around. I think Frank Gore could vulture a touchdown. Possibly. I'm possibly. hoping Gesecki. I'm not. Uh, I'm no, he's pretty not much gonna. divested, not. but uh, I'm hoping Gesecki actually shows something valuable because uh, the Raiders traditionally are awful at the tight end coverage. Yeah, let's see what Gesecki can do. Um, next game here, Sean. We got the Broncos at the Ravens. I think this is the game that will kind of sh- tell us who the Ravens really are. I agree. Um, a note on the Broncos side: Case Keenum was not practicing with the knee injury. Um, he had, a, I think, he has some sort of sore knee or something like that. But he, so he was not playing. Um, I'm trying to think who's the Raiders' backup. Uh, sorry, not Raiders. The Broncos' backup. Who's their now backup that they lost Paxton Lynch. Yeah, uh, I, I don't remember who it is. Great question. Um, is Trevor Simeon still there? No, he went to. Um... He moved around. No, they traded him to. I think the Vikings. I think you're right. You're right. Um, but I think. I think you will see the Broncos rely even more on their running game this week. Um, so Royce Freeman and <laughs> Philip Lindsay. Royce Philip Freeman Lindsay becomes relevant. He will become relevant, Sean. You see, you just drop him. I'm just waiting for you to drop him so I can pick him up. But um, I'm holding him for ransom. <laughs> I'm not going to pay a ransom for him. You can drop him and then I'll take him. Oh, but here are the Denver backups. All right, let's hear it. Kevin Hogan. So the guy yeah, who from was, Stanford. Um, well, and also for, uh, who played at for the Browns yep, in that yep. massive carousel with Hugh, Hugh yep. Jackson. Yep. And Chad Kelly. Chad. Ke- oh, they really like Chad Kelly. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I, I kind of liked uh, Chad Kelly as well, but I mean, he was. It'll be interesting to and, see if Chad Kelly comes in. I don't, if I, I mean, assuming, I think Keenum's out with the sore knee. It's just the sore knee. So if it turns into anything more than that, you could see Chad Kelly come in. But uh, yeah, he's listed as the it. number two. Yeah, he's the number two. But uh, but I, I think I'm surprised Hogan isn't. Yeah. Because at least no, Hogan's Hogan, played. Hogan, they just signed like recently. Like he wasn't like Chad Kelly's been oh, there. Oh, that's for, right. I saw that. Yeah, they signed him recent. Um, yeah. So I don't know, Sean. I think Broncos can take this game. I think hmm. it'll be an interesting game. <laughs> with a hurt Case Keenum. <laughs> with a hurt Case Keenum. Yeah, man, they'll be fine. It's just the Ravens with the old Terrell Suggs, man. That's it. With an old Terrell Suggs. Their defense is not scary, man. Their defense is not scary whatsoever. And, and that was evidenced by the Thursday night game against the Bengals. You got you got to throw out Thursday nights. They're, it was they're not, an outlier. And then what? The week one against the Bills? Is that your other reference point for them? And what did they do in that game? Yeah, it was the Bills. Yeah, it was Nathan they Peterman. They dominated them. It was Nathan Peterman, dude. You cannot. Nathan Peterman is the outlier game. I'd rather count the Thursday night game. I mean, they still torched the off. <laughs> they still torched their offense. Still torched the defense. Too. Nathan Peterman is an outlier game. All right. I mean, that's what I'm saying. This is the game we see what the Baltimore defense really is. Um, and it's gonna show. It's gonna show off. Um, right. Although I do really kind of think that it'll be a close game. The it'll fact, be close. If Keenum I think it'll be close. is not playing, the Ravens could run away with this game, though. I don't think the Ravens can run away with I this game. I think they can. There's Joe Flacco back there causing too many problems. The defense is not that Again, solid. Again, I like what I'm seeing from Flacco this year, actually. <sighs> you and all the other Raven fans love themselves some Joe Flacco. Um, but uh, if I was to guess, um, and you're going <laughs> to blow up on this, but I would say uh, Ravens win 23-20. No, no. Joe Flacco cannot get you 23 points. Mm, he even did that in his loss. To the, to the Bengals? To the Bengals. To the Bengals. Yeah, they, yeah, you have to keep in mind, they have the extended week. It was like garbage time more for him. They have the extended week, too. That's fair. All right, I mean, let's move on, Sean. Let's talk Bengals at Panthers. Let's see. We got 
I don't know. This is an interesting one to me as well. Like, it's hard to make what to make of these teams, both the Bengals and the Panthers. Bengals are two and zero, and you know the Panthers are Panthers lost last week, but they're one and one. But they're both like pretty interesting, fascinating teams. Bengals could come out of this game three and zero and leading the AFC North. Yeah, I mean, with no Mixon, I find that that's a, a little harder. harder. It's a little harder. I think no Mixon is gonna make it harder. Um, you can kind of take the double coverages to AJ Green and all that stuff, but. I, I I don't know. I think it's uh, I think it's tough for them to probably play on the road at Carolina, especially after Hurricane Florence. Yeah, that was that one of the other things game. I was going to hit on. Yeah. Is um they are projected to have rain over the weekend, um, it's, and it's going to be hot too. It's going to be hot. So that's yeah. going to make a messy game. Um, yeah. So in that case, who are you going to rely on? Which team has a better running game then? Yep. And which it's the team Panthers. can work it's the on what's going to go happen there? Like. Uh, and who has, I mean, well, actually, this kind of splits it even. I was going to say, who has the big targets that can just, it doesn't matter what's going on with the rain. You, you yeah, throw it to a big guy. Sure. But, bunches. I mean, yeah, bunches of Funches and A.J. Green. I mean, that, then I would almost kind of give this point to the Bengals, like with Boyd. Yeah, Tyler Boyd's the a other, big boy. And the other pieces that they have, Eifert on offense. They yeah, have big I mean, but it's just they, they don't have that running ball. game without Mixon, right? They don't have that running game without Mixon. Yeah, so I wouldn't That's... doubt it if you see a lot of blitzes from the Panthers on passing downs to really put some pressure on them knowing that they're going to just have running backs back there and they're not going to like have a lot of i mean so who are you taking in this game sean you're taking panthers Bengals. i'm what's really throwing a wrench in it is the weather and but i'm still (laughs) i'm still thinking that the panthers are going to come out of this one uh i'm going to say 28 to 17 i could agree with that um i could see the Bengals scoring a little bit more but I could agree with, with that. the rain. I'm already like hesitant to. Give yeah, both that's teams fair. That's that fair. I, I think just mix, mi- missing Mixon is a little bit harder on the Bengals' offense. So I could, I, I'll talk this up to a win to the Panthers. I'm also very impressed with uh, Don, Don Terry Poe going to the Panthers. Like, yeah, their D line has looked very solid. Very solid. Yeah, very solid. It, it is not the weakness. Weirdly, like their linebackers, like Keekley and D- like they don't look like themselves. Yeah, for sure. Uh, running around back for there. For sure, they don't. But um. We'll see exactly how they kind of survive with this massive storm coming through. For sure. All right, Sean, next game here, the New York Giants at the Houston Texans. Another weird game for both teams, both 0-2. Um, I, predict, I predicted this for the Giants. You did not. But I think that I didn't know. We didn't predict this for the Texans, but them being 0-2. No. I think this is their bounce-back game. Yeah. I think Deshaun kind of bounces back here, I think. I think Deshaun already started bouncing back last A little week. bit. Yeah, a little bit. I think you'll like see him go full Deshaun on the Giants. Uh, this is the game I am watching and believe is going to be the highest scoring game of the week. I do not think it will be the highest scoring game of the week. Um, I don't think the Giants can keep up pace. Like, what, Eli is so... What, what did we discuss just the other day about the Texans' defense? That they're getting old. Yeah. I, I don't... I don't think that they're going to be able to stop the Giants very well. You do realize Eli Manning is just as old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but Eli, can, but he's a point guard. He can put the ball in all his in all his playmakers' hands. I mean, Engram is starting to pick up OBJ. He Sony has Shepard playmakers. He has not put pop. them in their hands. The yeah, ball in their and hands. then Saquon, like I, I I think Saquon could end up breaking another big run in this game. Interesting. Um, I'm really. What do you What are you calling this? What are you calling this? I was gonna say the final score will be 41 to 35. <laughs> wow! Wow! Okay. I was gonna say more like 38-17. I mean that's not. Oh, 17. oh. I, I, I had the Giants scoring a little bit lower. I, I kind of think OB. This is gonna be like one of OBJ's. Uh, I could see OBJ still getting two touchdowns, but yeah. just no one else doing anything to help. 
dot off. But that's where I'm coming in. I think OBJ. I think uh, I think Ingram's going to get a lot of chunk plays. I don't necessarily think he's going to score. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then OBJ, I think he's going to have a couple highlight type plays, and I think Saquon is going to break one. Interesting. Interesting. All right, Sean. Next game here, we got Titans at the Jaguars. I think. I mean, Mariota is still questionable. He may play. He may not play. The Jaguars, I look pretty good. Fournette is the only question mark there. He may play. He may not play. Yeldon's he's done. Uh, he's done. He's two, practiced. Yeah, he's practiced two. Limited still, practice. Two limited days in practices, and they held him out last week based off that. But he he may play. But they may be just like, eh, do we really need Fournette right now? We can just kind of ride him out and let him get fully healthy. And they may just go in against this game with banged up Yeldon and Corey Grant, I believe. Which and, would severely limit their possibilities. Yeah. In my I opinion. Mean, but their but defense, Bortles right? Their just, defense is so good. But Bortles did just like light, light up, the, up Patriots. the Patriots. Yeah. Um their he receivers did. looked competent. They looked to have like a good like role for e- for each of them, for Moncrief, for Cole, for Westbrook. So I'm curious how that's gonna unfold. That'll what be interesting I'm kinda for looking sure. for from the Titans is we spoke to this the other day. What the heck are you going to do with Deion Lewis? Yeah. He is definitely the— And this is going to be a hard game to, like, get him into space and get him open and because Jaguars' defense is just nasty and fast, and they get to everywhere. Yeah. At what I'm—and, again, like, we already talked a little bit with this the uh, Dolphin and Raider game. This is in South—or this is in Florida, like, hot. In, in that hot, humid South. Like— the Titans, well, Nashville is actually a pretty humid area too, so the Titans could be kind of conditioned for it, but the, the Jags live in it. Yep. So I'm, yeah. I'm curious if uh, the Jags have actually kind of been underwhelming sack-wise, so maybe this is the real return of Saxonville, <laughs> and uh, especially oh, especially if Blaine Gabbert plays. Yeah, like, I think if, Bla- if Blaine, Blaine Gabbert is like a lock to play this week. If Blaine Gabbert plays, I am guessing seven sacks in this game. Wow. What, what What's the score? What's the score? Uh... So if Mariota plays, I'll I'll give two different ones. Okay. If Mariota plays, I think this game is gonna be uh, twenty-four to twenty. Yeah, uh, I agree Jaguars. with that. I but agree with that. if Blaine Gabbert plays, it's gonna be like twenty-seven to ten. Okay, that's pretty similar. Pretty similar. I I'll, I'll agree with that. Um, next game, Sean. Let's let's talk Niners at Chiefs. Oof. I think this is the week we finally see Patrick Mahomes kind of crash back to earth even though it is the home opener, I believe, for the Chiefs. But he's going to crash back down to earth. He's not going to throw another six touchdowns. He may throw three touchdowns, which is still pretty damn good. But I think he'll tear us up, tear up the Niners defense a little bit. But I, I think we'll be okay with the return of Ruben Foster here. I think Jimmy G will get his as well. So they're kind of go, uh, they'll kind of match up against each other and they kind of go step, uh, step and step against each other. And I, I think, you know, it'll be a decently high-scoring game. I think it'll still be like 31-28 type of game and pretty close scoring. I do think the Chiefs will take it just because they're back in Arrowhead. But I, I think the 49ers offense will finally break open and finally show us that offense that we saw for a few games last year. I think Matt Breida is going to be a top. I'll, I'll even go that far. Top three running back this Ooh, year. Ooh, okay, okay. Uh, or this year, this week. Okay. Um, I save, think, save, save it to when we get the, to the no, next I know, but, segment. Um, but I think that the 49er offense is going to be featured to finally look really dynamic. I think so, too. We got some glimpses of it last week. The Chiefs obviously have already shown that. Something else that I read about uh, teams that start uh, on the road and start 2-0, uh, so Chiefs in this case, yep. when they go home, their home opener, they, ha- they 
generally only have like a 500 win percentage over like interesting the last, like, three or four that years interesting so i'm kind of curious how the chiefs will kind of live you're gonna up give to this that. game to the niners and i think the 49ers will uh come away from this game and in more control of it than you think i think that's the homer in you sean uh, a little bit but i'm, I'm hearing <laughs> this around too that uh, a lot like the chiefs started out as six point favorites but I really kind of think the 49ers are going to come through on this and win 34 to 26 or Ooh. 27, Ooh, maybe interesting. 24. Okay, okay, interesting, interesting. Um, let's talk next game here, Sean. We still got about five more games to get through here. We got uh, Chargers at the Rams. That's a, the Battle of L.A., as they say. I mean, I think it's pretty straightforward. What a joke. Yeah, what a joke. Um, it's going to be the Rams. It's going to be like 35 to 21. Like Rams will, I think Chargers will score in garbage time. It, I'll, I'll say it'll be closer. It'll be like 35-31, and it will a lot be, of garbage time. And it will be because like the Rams are up like twenty-eight, like three. Yeah, and Philip Rivers garbage time. And then they time. just slowly crawl back in, and then as soon mm-hmm. as it's like twenty-eight to twenty-four or twenty-eight twenty-one or something yeah. like that, then the Rams will be like, okay. We we need to we need to finish this off. Go For score sure. a touchdown. Then it's thirty-five. Yeah. To twenty something, and then. The Chargers still look like they have this moment of hope and just charge the shit out of the game, <laughs> making it look like it was way closer than it yeah, actually was. exactly what they're going to do. Uh, um, I don't think Joey Bosa's playing, so I don't, think I he's don't playing, really yeah. give. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with him, but he's not playing. Yeah, so I don't really give the Chargers' defense a lot of credit for what they're going to be able to do. Exactly. And they're not going to be able to stop him. I think uh, I think a, a strong dose of Gurley and um, I think— well, yeah, that too. But I, I think Goff is going to be able to start carving up that defense. Yeah, for I sure. I think this is going to sure. be one of Goff's sure. better games yeah, of the year. Absolutely. I think so too. All right, Sean, next game here, Cowboys at Seahawks. I think the Cowboys will take this one. Now, the Seahawks look pretty horrendous, man. Like, they absolutely look terrible. I know this is in Seattle, but that line looks mediocre at best. And the Cowboys have some decent pass rushers, Demarcus Lawrence. Um, and, you know, they got these linebackers, Sean Lee, Jason Smith, or Jalen Smith, sorry. Um, and what's that guy they just drafted? Lay Vanderbosch or whatever his name is. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, they got some good pieces on defense, and they got enough to get after it. And the Seahawks' de- uh, offense is just looking out of sync, horrendous. Like, I don't know, Russell Wilson is looking Jason like a Garrett's bust. Jason Garrett looked good against the Seahawks before, too. But exactly. I'm actually going... Um, I think they'll like pound it out against them, right? They don't have to like really throw much. They just have to pound it out. And that D-line for the Seahawks is pretty... pretty like. It's pretty weak now. Pretty weak, yeah. Um, but I don't know what it is. Oh, God, don't say it, Sean. I, I, still, think this, I still think the Seahawks are going to pull this game Ooh. off. Um, coming, back, coming back home, do, like... I got the Cowboys, man. I say Cowboys win this game... 24-13. Mm, interesting. I, I think the Seahawks are definitely going to score more than 13 points. That's another problem that I have with this, mm. and that's where I think the Cowboys are kind of broken. Is they? I think offense, the Seahawks are more broken. It's like picking the least broken team. Here. Yeah, pick your poison, definitely. Yeah. Uh, what I'm as I kind of think through this, the lesser of two evils. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm really. I really want to see uh, what Penny and Carson can do. Because Nothing. I don't think the Cowboys' run defense is very good. They haven't necessarily been giving up sure. anything really bad. Yeah. But um, yeah, you know, Saquon uh, nickel and diamond them from the backfield last week, um, and it, it was a sound strategy that worked. But now they're playing Russell Wilson. He's gonna make plays a lot longer. I don't think the Cowboys are gonna be able to hang with them on that. That's possible. That's yeah. where I I think we're gonna look at a game where Russell Wilson kind of blows up, and it really is gonna look. 
a lot more in the Seahawks' control than in the Cowboys. And I could see it going back and forth, though. And But then I think the Seahawks are going to emerge from it. My guess would be 27 to 17. Interesting. Interesting, Sean. Interesting. Um, let's uh, let's talk next Maybe game. Maybe 24. Okay. Let's talk next game here. Bears at the Cardinals. I think <laughs> as long as Sam Bradford is starting, he's going to probably like be sacked 10 times just by Khalil Mack in this game. I'm going to be all over the <laughs> yeah. Bears on this yeah, in every I, single way. I, I, I think the Bears are going to just run away with this one. It's going to be like... So I think... Uh, I, I, think I mean, I don't know. Their, I, I, their offense is a little weird, but... I would, I would still give the Bears this game 24-7, something like that. I don't think they'll put up like a lot of points, but I think their defense might score a touchdown here just because it's Sam Bradford. A strip but, sack from Khalil. Yeah, I could see that happening. To, or, or to keep going six. on his uh, defensive player of the year candidacy. Yeah, exactly. So, but 24-7 Bears, I think it's likely. I, I, I like that score, actually. Uh, 24-7, uh, some garbage touchdown at the end for yeah. Larry Fitz or something. Yeah. But Something uh, like that. What, just, just Sam Bradford needs to go, man. Just He's kind just of a thought terrible. process on it. They should really start the transition to Josh Rosen. Exactly. If Sam Bradford looks that bad in this game, I know the Bears' defense is on the rise. But uh, Fangio's you have good. to, you have to start yeah. Josh Rosen now. Like, I, I think you were Bradford a week early on, uh, yeah. on calling uh, Trubisky's breakout. I think this is going to be his. You think breakout. this is the breakout week? Yeah, I mean, I it, hope so, man. It's a nice dome. I'm uh, riding. You know, I'm riding for Allen Robinson here, so I hope Trubisky breaks out with Allen Robinson. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> um, so you think this is a Trubisky breakout game? Yeah, I think this okay. is going to be more of the Trubisky breakout game. I wouldn't be surprised if Tariq Cohen has like a really big play coming out of the backfield. Um, just the way that they're using him. Like, I think we mentioned this before. The Bears' offense doesn't necessarily look so great with Nagy so far. Yeah, but it um, there are some creative aspects that I like about it. Uh, I can't remember where I heard this, but their uh, their running game looks vi- like. And they, they hired him, uh, Helfrich, I, I think it was, the um, the coach from Oregon. Their running game looks way too like simplistic. It reminds me of when Chip Kelly was on the 49ers, <laughs> and they tried to do these really weird stretches and like sweeps that yeah. were like, they were contrary to a lot of natural pieces that For work sure. in college because it's about strategy in college. Mm-hmm. And also just having the most pure athlete, but the athletes are different in the NFL. They're way more elite, so those getting the edge on those run plays is a lot harder. So I'm hoping that the Bears have kind of learned that. Um, they really need to start focusing Jordan Howard more in the middle, yeah, and, for sure. Uh, using Tariq Cohen as a dump off and like swing yeah. guy, yeah, versus like trying to run. Uh, Tariq Cohen on these r- random yeah. sweeps and stuff it's like weird. that. Like, well, I it's love weird. Seeing... He's, he's the pass catcher. Make yeah. him the pass catcher. Like, he has a defined role. It, it, he's basically yeah. uh, Darren Spro- uh, a Darren younger Sproles. Darren Sproles. Yeah, exactly, for sure. And I want to see him use like that. Yeah. There, it's almost like he's trying to make both Howard and Cohen have the same role. Yep. Whereas they are actually very specialized. And I think that you should just own that. Yeah, for sure. And I think it's a, it's going to be a win for the Cardinal fans once Sam Bradford either eventually gets hurt or looks so horrible that Josh Rosen finally starts. Yeah, you know, maybe it's uh, <laughs> maybe it's looking like 24 nothing, and then they throw in Rosen and he goes and leads that touchdown at the there end of the go. game. And then suddenly it's, okay, yeah, next Rosen week time. is Rosen. Yeah. Uh, he was the most NFL-ready quarterback from this draft this year. For I, sure. It, let's uh, let's uh, jump ahead here, Sean. Let's uh, We'll probably talk Rosen in week four, but... Um, Patriots at Lions. I think this is another game where you'll see the Patriots kind of beat up on the Lions. Matt Patricia, probably Bill Belichick, probably knows all his play calls already. 
um, you know, the, the Patriots defense will know all the play calls. And uh, if I remember it. correctly, both Josh McDaniels and Bill O'Brien beat Bill Belichick the first time they saw them and then never beat them again. You think so? Uh, I don't think Matt Patricia is that smart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's gonna stick I mean, with the same offensive really play calls, and Bill like Belichick's gonna be like, "Hey, this looks like my, exactly like my playbook that I practice against every week." Defense, go do this. Right? Well, Jim Bob Cooter's running that offense, so it's definitely yeah, maybe a, little, may be bit a little bit different. But um, I think Patriots take this one pretty handily. I think you can see them score about thirty-one points. Thirty, I would say it's about thirty-one twenty-one. That's the score I'd say. Yeah, I, I kind of think the Lions are even going to have trouble scoring that many points. You think so? Huh, but interesting. The, the Patriots defense does look like it's struggling. It struggled last year at the beginning of the year. Uh, so I'm curious exactly. What I'm kind of curious of is who is going to get featured on offense for the Patriots. I kind of think Gronk is going to destroy It's going to be Gronk. It's going to be Gronk time. I don't and, think you can uh, expect anything Hogan's out of Josh. Nothing. I don't think you can expect anything out of Josh Gordon. Oh, no, no, yeah. no, no. Yeah, Not for a not. long while. Yeah, you got to give no him a couple way weeks. That, like, McDaniels is said to have one of the most complicated offenses. For sure. There's no way yeah. that Josh Gordon can go in there in less than a week and yeah, do something. No Unless way. they have like two or three, like maybe a package of 10 plays that they worked on during the week and tell Josh Gordon, these are the only plays you need to know. This is what you do on these plays. And then expand on it from there. Yeah. Maybe just throw him out there as a decoy. I don't know. But I, I don't <laughs> I think Carryon Johnson will finally establish himself as the lead back for the Lions. Uh, I think he'll, he could, depends on what you're saying with that. Like establish himself, no. Make his claim, yes. Okay, make his claim. Make because his claim. Because I don't think sure. that they're going to get enough. Yeah. And they're going to be behind so much yeah. that they're not going to really fair. be able to use Carryon how they should. Yeah. But uh, if, the, if that game stays close, I agree with you. Carry on Johnson should emerge from that and finally look better. Could also see though Blunt being, oh, oh I just want to, oh, I just want to fight back. I mean, yeah. how many times has Blunt been thrown out? Yeah, so many um, times. And when he plays angry, he plays good. Yeah. Uh, last game here, Sean. Monday night. Wait, wait, wait. Did you say? Uh, oh, did you say score on that? Yeah, I did. Thirty-one twenty-one. Oh yeah. yeah what yeah. do you want? What, what do you got here? What do you got? I say thirty-one twenty-one Patriots. What do you got? <sighs> um. I'll go Patriots 34, Lions 30. Okay, interesting, interesting. Uh, last game here, Sean, Monday night, Steelers at the Buccaneers. I think this will be one of the higher scoring games of the week. I think you can see I – I, I think you're going to see Fitzmagic continue, man, and he's going to really work this Steelers' mediocre defense, and Ben Roethlisberger is going to try and lead this comeback here. And I, I think this game is going to be about a – I, I want to say 42-40. Like, that's kind of the score I'm thinking here. I think the Buccaneers take it, but, like, 42-40. I think it's just going to be an all-out blowout again, similar to what we saw week one with the Saints. Like, not I blowout, think, sorry. Uh, uh, you know, just like a all-out, you know, attack. I think Tampa is going to massively surprise and own this game. Yeah. I, I mean, I think they'll be in control pretty early they'll yeah. jump on the Steelers like, like the 21 score may nothing be closer, but Tampa is going to control this game yeah the Tampa defensive line is good it has depth and I think they're going to hassle yeah ben for Ross's sure burger. I mean I think Tampa Bay will jump up like 21 nothing into this game like uh this game is also as we talk about Florida and all the weather and everything it's like, in Florida it's yeah hot. An another north team coming down to Florida mm -hmm. I, I like Tampa Bay in this game a lot yeah um the, the humidity it's going to be just blankets of humidity all over everybody for it's sure. supposed to be for 90 sure. degree not high as of 92 degrees so that kickoff it's probably going to be mid mid or low 80s with 80 
maybe 90% precipitation, that's yeah. going to be rough. Yeah, for sure. So I, I could see what, the... What is, what's the score you got here, Sean? Let's let's end here. I'm looking at the Buccaneers, and I think that they're going to score 34. I think uh, Steelers are going to score 28. 28, yeah, I could see that. That's cool. All right, Sean, so we discussed all the games. We'll uh, jump into our next segment, which we'll call our Fantastic Four fantasy players that's uh that's what we're gonna call it the fantastic four here uh paying a little tribute to the fantastic four comic book heroes but you will uh jump uh into that in the next segment My Mr. Fantastic QB. Mr. Fantastic. All right, Mr. Fantastic. Who's your QB, Mr. Fantastic? Mr. Fantastic QB will be Jimmy G. Oh man, you stole mine. You stole my guy. Okay, so I'll give it. I'll give. No, a no, second. you can. No, you can. You can continue with Jimmy G. Okay, so Goodwin is practicing. He's looking like he's gonna be back. So the 49ers are gonna have their uh, build up. Um, also, the 49ers and. Tyreek Hill apparently are uh, kind of <laughs> speed competition, you know, little little internal quarrels. So some uh, some shit talking's going on, and I think it's gonna go in the forty. I told you, I think it's gonna go in the Niners' favor, and um, exactly what's gonna come out of that. Like finally having Goodwin in that speed aspect on the offense uh, was reading a couple clutch. articles about how the 49er offense last week was held back a lot because. Jimmy G was getting sacked all the time because his receivers were not getting enough separation because the Lions just gambled on saying, mm-hmm. eh, no one's going to beat us over the top. No one's going to go really over the top. And we're just going to jam and then try and shut down that clock for the time that Jimmy for G sure. has back yeah. there. So I what, really what think are, Jimmy What are you projecting rebound. for him? What are you projecting for Jimmy G? Just give us some stats. I'll go 370 yards passing and uh, three touchdowns. Uh, two passing, one rushing. Wow. Okay. Wow. That's a. He's gonna pretty... have to take it in himself to okay. start the red zone All scoring. Right. All right. Interesting. Um, I'll go with my uh, one of my fantastic four uh, fantasy players here. I'll go with Jared Goff at quarterback. Okay. That that's uh, that, that was your other guy. Okay. Was. I I think Goff will do pretty well. He'll carve up this Chargers defense. I think you'll see about a 300 yard passing day for him and. Four touchdowns for Jared Goff. I agree. I think that's going to be a pretty good stat line for him against this Chargers team. Um, all right, give me another one. We got we each got one player on the board. We're going to go with three more here, Sean. Yep, got my Mr. Fantastic running back, <laughs> Alvin Kamara. Uh, Ooh, okay, I like that one. In in the dome, uh, a lot of dump offs. To your point, uh, no Neil. Uh, the the Falcon defense, the main guys who cover tight ends and running backs are out. Yeah, for the year. Yeah, so. Um, I could find I could see Ben Watson really starting to ramp things up too, but I'm very very excited about this Kamara matchup. I think he's gonna have his first big game of the year. Interesting. That's a if I was to project. Yeah. I'd say project. 170 total yards. I'll rushing it. Yeah, yeah, rushing and receiving. Okay. And I'll give him. I kind of only think he'll actually have one touchdown, but uh, I'm gonna say two. Wow. Okay, that's a pretty good one, Sean. I like that one. Um, I'll give you one of my guys here. I think you're going to get a little bit of, for running, uh, well, it's going to be a running back here, Sean. Um, damn, where'd he go? Oops. Oh, okay, here we go, yeah. Here's my running back, Sean, you ready? Ezekiel Elliott. 
I think he's gonna. I think you're gonna see him hit 200 yards rushing to, against the Seahawks and maybe Ooh. one touchdown. 200. I, 200 yards rushing and a tu- and two touchdowns. I'll give him 200 yards rushing and two touchdowns. I'm very curious. Uh, like I. I just think that Seahawks line is just. They're just. I mean, Dak is bad, man. Like Dak can't rush. Like Dak can run, but he his like throwing is terrible. So I think they're just gonna ride Zeke. But that's why I think the Seahawks are gonna gamble hard. And then fill the box. Yeah, and fill the box. We'll see, but I'm 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 gonna make like, Zeke one honesty, of my fantastic four players. In all honesty, the DBs for Seattle impressed me against Chicago. They were solid. Griffin yeah. in particular. But like, their, their line, their line is bad, man. No, I know. So that's the whole thing is that they you play, stack the box at Chancellor. Yeah, you stack think, that box. I think Zeke. I think Zeke's gonna have a big game, man. I, I can see it. Um, I think he's gonna be more around because of that like strategy. I think it's gonna be more around like. 90 yards and I, I do agree I, I think he'll I think he'll reach pay dirt and get a touchdown for sure all right interesting overall I'd, I'd bet he's in the 90 to 110 range okay all right Sean uh give us give us your third guy a wide receiver yes. and then let's go with your last pick let's go sleeper fantastic yeah. four sleeper all right um another fantastic one that I have is uh Julio Julio, um, in uh, one of his last games uh, against uh, New Orleans last year, uh, it was actually the one in New Orleans. He went for seven catches for 149 yards. It's a pretty good stat line. Yeah. In the other one, in the previous game at home, it was five catches for 98 yards. So solid numbers, you know, well, 250 basically. So I'm expecting him to really kind of come back and uh, really start showcasing why he's a lot better than Matt Ryan and like <laughs> basically carrying that team on his own. Okay, all right. That's a good one. What what is his stat line? What do you got his stat line as? I'm going to say 8 catches for 130 yards. No touchdowns? You give him a touchdown or no touchdown? I will not give him a touchdown. Interesting, interesting. Okay, all right. Um that brings me to my next guy here, Sean. I know you think you think you know who it is. It's not Allen Robinson. Sorry to disappoint you. Very, very <laughs> shocked right now. Very shocked. Um, I think it's gonna be. What game was I looking at here? Damn, I need to keep better organized myself. But I think it's gonna be DeAndre Hopkins. I can see it. That goes in yeah. line with what I was saying yeah. about that game being a super high-scoring game. I think DeAndre Hopkins is probably gonna get about ten catches, hundred. 110 yards and a touchdown. I think that's the stat line for that game. I like that. I'm good with it. All right, Sean, hit us with your Fantastic Four sleeper pick here. My Fantastic Sleeper is none other than Nelson Aguilar. Ooh, okay. I think to that point where you were talking about the Colts' defense, um, even though I think the Colts are going to control that game more than you think, there is no one else to throw to. There's no Alshon Jeffrey there. Well, Zach Ertz is there, but yeah, they, wide receiver wise, they're very limited. No Mike Wallace. No Alshon Jeffrey. I, I just, I don't know. Aguilar looks like he's a featured piece of their offense too. And in week one, they definitely featured him. But in week two, watching them against Tampa Bay, they were trying because they were behind immediately. They tried to stretch the field too much with Foles. Yeah. So. They never really got back to feeding Aguilar, and I think that Wentz needs to do that. For sure, for sure. What's what's Aguilar's stat line for you? I'm gonna go eight catches for a hundred yards and a touchdown. Interesting. All right, all right, Sean. Here's my fantastic four sleeper, Geronimo Allison. I think he's gonna do pretty well as a complimentary piece to Devonte Adams. I think Rodgers is kind of locked him in as his number two guy. 
And I think he'll have about six catches, 75 yards, and a touchdown. That's what I'm projecting for Geronimo Allison. So, all right, Sean, that wraps up our Fantastic Four guys. Let's uh, really quickly jump into your spread picks here. Um, What what games are you looking at? We're... first picks that I'm kind of interested in uh, is the Colts plus six and a half uh, giving the Eagles plus six, six and, and a half. half you're gonna take that yeah Oof. Like, the Eagles are favored by six and a half and Andrew Luck's already sharp and looking solid oh so, so the Eagles are up six and a half not the Colts yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. sorry okay. so um so you're taking the Colts to cover that yeah okay. I think the Colts uh, we kind of hit on that game a few things that I really am confident about that uh, the Colts running game is looking better the uh, I believe Anthony they think as of right now Anthony Costanzo is going to be going. Okay. So that means their O line is better set. So I, I'm looking for the Colts to really start making some noise now that Andrew Luck is back, and this would be the big way to jump up on that platform. Okay. I could I could see them uh, even worst case they lose less by less than six and a half. I think that's a pretty yeah, solid exactly. bet. Yeah, exactly. Like if they lost on a last second field goal, I'd yeah. be happy just okay. as much. All right. What's the next game you're considering here? One of the other ones that I am uh, very strongly considering is the Dolphins minus three. Ooh, I like that. Um, because I like that. the Raider, like even if the Raiders keep it close, like I think losing by a touchdown is pretty viable. The Raiders burned me last week, uh, <laughs> but it was mostly because I had to trust the Broncos. Yep. But the Broncos still won. But you love the Dolphins, so you can trust them. Yeah, I know. So I'm gonna go ride that emotion there. Okay. Um, what's your third game? The third game. This is where I'm starting to get dicey. I'm really kind of as you already brought up the emotional attachment i'm just gonna go full emotional this week after going one and four (laughs) last week and i'm gonna take the niners plus six and a half that's a tough one man that's a tough one in kansas city yeah i know and what i already made the call about the score but what i could really weirdly see is the 49ers keep it close and have a great game but then just lose by exactly a touchdown and that is what could kill me there that could kill you yeah so that'd um, be double heartbreaking for you yeah uh we'll see how it goes <laughs> uh that's one that i'm okay. very strongly on and what's your what's your fourth game here fourth game so there's a there's a handful i'm gonna probably talk about six and not try and linger on to them too much but the rams minus seven the um saints plus three and the and the panthers minus three Rams minus seven, Saints plus three, and what was the last one? Panthers minus three. I definitely would take the Rams, and I would take the Panthers. Rams and Panthers. The one that's scaring me about the Panthers is that weather that we were talking about, but with the Bengals already nicked up, but I don't like that the Bengals had an extended week. That's something that I have to keep into account. Yeah, that's fair. The Bengals had more time on. And what was the Saints line again? Sorry, I forgot. Uh, Saints plus three. So if they they lost by a field goal, it would push, and I would get half a point. Mm. So... Nah. I could see the Saints one going pretty well for you, actually, too. Yeah, and those game, those two teams just match up very similarly. So that's why I think that I, – I, I think I mentioned it to you this before. Yeah. In general, when Vegas is like, eh, these teams are basically the same, uh, home team minus three. Yep. That's exactly what exactly they did Exactly what it this. is. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so I, I, I think the Saints could pull it off. I, yeah. I wouldn't necessarily be surprised if the Falcons defend their turf that well, though. But they just don't. Their offense looks so incompetent with Sarkeesian. <laughs> yeah, it does. And no Devonte Freeman. Yep. Like I do again. I do think Julio Jones is going to feed and do really say, well. I would yeah. also kind of bet that we start seeing Calvin Ridley featured more in the offense. I think so too. And it looked like it last week they were doing that. I mean, yeah. I think I would take the Saints and the Rams then. 
Yeah. So yeah. Those Just are, because there's those some, some weather concerns with the Panthers. One of my dark horse ones that I'm really What like, about Steelers Buccaneers? Do I was just going to say one okay. of the dark horse ones that I've been talking myself into that I didn't initially like at the beginning of the week when it came out. Um, but Buccaneers plus one. Ooh, I would take that. Yeah. I, it's I basically saying like Bucks win. Yeah. Like I would a, take a plus that. one is nice. Like, I mean, if the Raiders had a plus one last week, that would have been good. Nice. <laughs> but uh, like those are kind of rare. Yeah, um, it's more or less one. a pick 'em, and uh, if I was to say, I like I'm more confident on the Buccaneers than even the Panthers, or honestly, yeah. even the Saints. I, I I agree. All right, Sean, let's uh let's end there. This uh week three stuff. Let's see how it goes for us. Uh, we'll be back here next week, talking what happened week three. Um, don't forget to follow us at Sully versus Sean on Twitter, Sully versus Sean on Facebook. Email us at Sully versus Sean at Yahoo.com if you have questions. Messenger us if you have questions. Um, free Amir Abdullah from the tyranny of the Detroit Lannisters, as always. Uh, go Allen Robinson. Go Allen Robinson. Anything you want to throw in here, Sean? Go Dolphins. Go Niners. And uh, can the spread be nice to me this week? Like, at least let me win two. <laughs> All right, Sean. Good luck on that, man. I'll catch you later. Peace. All right. See ya. See ya.